0: betches media presents
1: if you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused you know what welcome to the club
2: Gaspacho police oh my god what a
0: stupid son of a
1: bitch.
2: he believes that it's a
0: woman's right it's a woman's body and it's her choice the betches sup podcast
3: or a sucker. hello i'm amanda Duberman. i'm elise morales I'm Millie Tamarez. And this is the Veggie Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Another Thursday that really, since it's the last podcast of the week, it really tempts me as a Friday, but
4: we're not quite there, are we? Not no, it's there. not Friday, as much as we want it to be. <laughs>
1: well, you know, in college, I learned, I mean, I didn't go to a party school, but it's like in college, Thursdays are the new Fridays, or like Thursdays are actually Friday. Blah, blah blah. That's what I heard in college, but
3: yeah, I feel like you really retain that through adulthood. Like Thursday always feels like like a night. I I when everybody was out and about last night, Wednesdays. I don't know what people are doing.
4: Wednesdays,
3: yeah, go to bed.
4: Is it? There's a funny line in Abbott Elementary about that from Janelle James, where she's like, Thursdays is our like. Sexy Friday or something. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it is. The so writers are
3: Yeah, something something along those lines. Something along those lines. Well, we made it this far. We made it this far. And I wanted to open with a question, with a prompt to get us into our first topic. Obviously there are a lot of two thousands trends coming back. They are here. This is happening. What is our what is our least how do we feel? What is our least favorite? Are we indulging in this trend? Are we like making purchases on this trend? Do we hate this trend? Are we skinny jeans for life?
4: Thoughts and vibes. Um, uh, I will not accept low-rise jeans again. Exactly. That's where I was going. Exactly. Um, I actually haven't really seen them out in the wild. I do feel like it's like I only... I see articles that are like, low-rise jeans are coming back. But I don't... I haven't seen it, but I'm not, you know... I'm not necessarily in the heart of Gen Z circles to see. Maybe if I went to like a high school... It would be all low-rise jeans
1: you know i live across the street from my high school They're, you know i'll be at one in brooklyn but they're not but i if i see like the fashion circles or like very skinny mm-hmm. people they're doing low-rise jeans by not buttoning like the like all the way and like kind of leaving it hanging um i feel I like they never know. stopped they never. I feel like stopped. there was a certain type
3: of extremely lithe teen that just never stopped. It was like, I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking yeah. about
4: this. Yeah, that's true. Like, very, very lithe, as you say, teens have been finding ways to show their little tummy yeah. for a long time. Um, I personally won't go back. Absolutely no, not. The thing no about way. Gen Z
3: fashion trends and what I, in my opinion, Gen Z overall, is that they... They wear things, unlike us, they wear things that look good on them. Low-rise jeans really don't look good on... High-rise, high-rise short shorts look awesome on everybody. With a crop top, that looks amazing on everybody. Low-rise jeans just doesn't... They didn't look good on any of us. I don't even think they look good even on those, like, 40-pound sixth graders.
4: Yeah, I do feel like when we had to go through the early 2000s, what sucked was that there was no um, there was no gradient of clothes like based on your personal body size or makeup no. everyone was just like the jeans that are available are low rise jeans and they are made for Britney Spears and Jessica Simpson who are literal basically athletes at this they're like 16 year old athletes dancing every day and it's like these are who the clothes are made for, and if it's not for that, if, if you're not that, so sorry. Whereas I do feel like Gen Z has a little bit more like leeway of options, so I'm sure there are girls who are wearing the low-rise jeans, but I, I also think they have other styles of pant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> available to them <laughs> they're able to i mean just now not like not. it's not just a like general gen z characteristic i think it's like widely accepted that like people take the trends and like give their own spin in a way that fits their body and stuff i was looking because mm-hmm. um i have my um i have a family friend who has a daughter who's 16 and i'm seeing her like you know, not in a creepy way, but I'm just seeing like the clothes that they're wearing, the, the sweet 16 and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, man, they don't they're not going through this awkward teen phase. I know of wearing unflattering shit or doing <laughs> like they all know how to do their makeup really well. They all have like these lashes. They all have nails. They like, they look like I don't want to be like they look like grown women because they're not. But like. At the same time, I'm like, damn, like I was doing just eyeliner and water. I don't know what the fuck. We were trying
3: to look like grown women too, and we didn't. I feel like like the millennials who are like, don't take away my skinny dreams, never bring back the low rise, watch your eyebrows. I think actually what Gen Z is doing as we're talking is they're doing the 2000s better than we did. Like they're not over-tweezing their eyebrows. We keep warning them. They're heeding the call. They're like, all right, fine. We get it. We can even do this period better than you can.
1: Yeah, well... I don't know. The, the eyebrows, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I will say um, the like also really, really thin, like thin influencer <laughs> appreciation kind of thing of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. We're Ugh. not bringing that back either. No way. No way. Exactly.
3: Okay. Well, the reason I brought this up in the first place is because another iconic I guess iconic 2000 storyline is coming back and and not iconic and infamous. And that is George W. Bush's unjustified invasion of Iraq, the country, its people, terrible. Yesterday he was making a speech and just he had he had a bit of a slip. He had a bit of a slip and then he he sort of committed to that slip and then took it back. You know, I'm just going to let you listen. Let's listen to George W. Bush yesterday. In contrast, Russian elections are rigged. Seventy-five. Uh. <laughs> well,
4: well, well. He said it, didn't he?
3: He said it, and he seemed to, to commit to it. I mean, he took it back, and then he—I don't know. I don't know, George. You can't put that. You can't put that back in the back in the bottle.
4: Yeah, I mean, it is—it <laughs> is fun to remember for a second George W. Bush's whole thing, which was randomly saying stupid shit. Um, he did. Fully invade another country. Many lives were lost. Uh, our economy went to shit under his tenure. He really was quite bad, and <laughs> like, and I feel like things have gotten so, um, comically crazy bad that sometimes like the badness of George W. Bush seems quaint. But in actuality, like, if we actually look at damage caused and lives lost he's in many ways i mean like worse than donald trump Mm -hmm. i mean donald trump like a lot of lives were lost to him because of the pandemic because of covid but that's not even as one-to-one as like george w bush invaded iraq for under false pretenses and And the cascade of soldiers were killed there you know anyone who was president in 2020 would have overseen a loss of life. I think Donald Trump's policies and his inability as a leader led to greater loss of life. But with George W. Bush, it's like he invaded Iraq. He started what ended up being like the longest military conflict in U.S. history. He destabilized an entire region. Lives were lost. People He's were laughing tortured. about it. Like, yeah. it's really... We really shouldn't forget how bad that all was. The interesting thing, the sort of like
3: the period on this is that he made this speech at the George W. Bush Presidential Center which just feels a little like a very very veep of him very veep of him yes but yeah it was i think the laughing is is really kind of like icky in a room with your friends okay but i don't know it's like like you said it's like so many so many families so many people's homes and livelihoods destroyed it's not like a silly maybe mistake to kind of you know acknowledge in in that way but It was it was interesting just how how much the phrasing lined up, like because of one man's brutal injustice. You know what I bet in his head? He was like, we're we're all laughing at Dick Cheney, right?
4: It I mean, the statement that he made, it's like (laughs) it really does. It's like the ultimate Freudian slip, really, because it really did line up 100% with what he did, which was uh, just kind of unilaterally decide based on false information to invade another country that did not ask for such an invasion to take place and then destabilized it for... I mean, it remained... Like, Iraq isn't okay now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm...
1: It's just so out of touch so you know i just think about it all the time like yeah like he doesn't have to deal with loss or and none of the people in the room probably had to deal with loss and like the consequences of these things you know the i i think about that all the time especially when we start talking about like shootings and like gun control and stuff like all the people that make money and like all these nra people like they're not in they're not on the front line so like it is a joke to them or they don't really see the consequences so um yeah it's tough man i just i if we had researchers on the betcha sub pod when betcha sub becomes a tv show (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we have a research department That is something that I'm very curious. One, how much money was in that Lauren Berber uh-huh. gun, <laughs> gun, yes. photo shoot? gun photo shoot? Because I swear, I'm still standing there was $15,000 worth of guns. And two... We got to find out and then we can sell some with some affiliate links. I'm just kidding. Yes. No. And two, who was like worse in terms of collateral damage mm-hmm. um, for the country? Was it Trump or was it Bush? Because, yeah... It, I It is tough because, like, I'm like, if Trump didn't shut down the pandemic department, you know, in the White House, if he encouraged masks, if he encouraged, sh- like, vaccines from the get, would yeah. you know, versus how many people died in Iraq. Right. And I because-
3: think Trump caused a fissure in this country that will or helped cause a fisher in this country that is dangerous and will result in more death for sure.
1: Um absolutely. I can't believe these people are again, Buffalo shooter, calls coming from inside the house on white people's demise. Mm-hmm. All right. Calls coming from inside the house. QAnon Shaman is eating non vegan meals <laughs> in that you know, and that is a white man who could have had a lot of children. Mm-hmm. And that's now a that's a legacy American. That's yeah. a legacy Those are your American. Legacy Americans and he's in jail rotting uh with eating cup noodles you know (laughs) so uh check inside there but yeah i do think because was it afghanistan that was like more kids more people have died in mass shootings than in the war in afghanistan um so i think i've heard that just wondering one one yeah like the numbers because it's like 5, yeah, the moral of the story is definitely that electing
3: Republicans is generally catastrophically dangerous for this country <laughs> and the world. <laughs>
1: it
4: is the message. <best> yeah. <laughs>
2: But beyond that, too, since I started using Pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair, even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high. It smells great. It looks fancy on the shelf. And I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made to order model from millions of possible formulas. Only one is uniquely yours or mine and pros. Isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp cruelty free and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand.
3: So for the rest of the show, we're going to touch in on something that I haven't really wanted to engage with on this podcast too much just because I like lack the knowledge to do so. There's so much information here and it's all touchy, but it has become literally unavoidable in the past several weeks, which we'll we'll talk about too. And that is the trial involving defamation allegations between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. So if you don't know, they stem from a Washington Post op-ed that Heard wrote in 2018 about how she had at one point become a representative of of victims of domestic abuse and quote, saw in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse. So Johnny Depp says this is defamation and is suing her for $50 million. And she is counter-suing for $100 million, pointing to he has compromised her ability to earn income with her. They've just both sort of jointly, you know, pointed to each other's allegations impacting them professionally. This trial has been going on for 11 years. It started on April 11th. Depp has claimed Heard's op-ed caused him extensive financial losses and damaged his ability to profit from his vocation. Like nothing else would have damaged his reputation, in his view. Since their divorce, they've exchanged some accusations of abuse and at times made joint statements saying they never meant, you know, each other harm. There's so much here from either side and and there's just no way I can get into it all on the podcast. I don't know. Maybe we have like some Johnny Depp stands. I'm sorry if I leave things out. If we have Amber Heard stands, I'm sorry, I leave things out. But I think that's part of the problem. Things have obviously things obviously turned really volatile again. And this isn't the first time they've gone to court over this. Johnny Depp sued a publication that referred to him as a wife beater, but he lost that case. He lost. Yeah. He lost. And interestingly, <laughs> he, is one. interestingly <laughs> the, he lost this one because the judge said it seemed like substantially true that there was abuse. So it was like, OK, for the son to say that, because like I've said, like there's just been long periods where they're coming out and quoting each other, having like it just seems most clear they have physically like touched each other in non-loving ways and they have like admitted to that mutually in the public before and that seems to suddenly they seem to be taking that
4: back it's easier in the UK to prove ah. libel which mm-hmm. is why he brought the i mean the sun is a UK paper yeah. that said it but also they their libel laws work differently his he's been doing a lot of stuff which is his right mm-hmm. to do choosing where he wants to bring his cases and stuff um he brought the case in Virginia because that's where the Washington post is and their laws are a little bit more favorable to what he's trying to do amber heard it tried to get the case moved to california there's wow. a lot of stuff like that and i know i was reading about how the uk's libel laws are different than ours and he thought he had a better shot there but he did also lose that case because the judge found that they were substantially true, the statements.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like his chances, I think things that I've read is like his chances for winning are way less, but it's not about the actual, because if you see the line that, you know, what you said, the defamation, quote, unquote, like that is so innocuous, you know, it's not about, you know, actually winning. It's about causing her pain and making her look bad. And the, you know, I really do feel like, personally, as a consumer of media, I really, I really enjoy, not enjoy stories, but I like to consume stories that are about women who've been wronged by the media. You know, things that like, we can look back 10 years later, 15 years later, 20 years later, and be like, we were too hard on Monica Lewinsky or Anna Nicole Smith or Lorena Bobbit is another one that Britney, Spears. I feel, Britney Spears especially like so so it's really it, it's been really weird to experience this in real time that some people get it like you know whatever it's nuance whatever personally I don't f- I feel like if you abuse somebody for a long time and they fight back that's not mutual abuse you're just get but whatever but yeah depending um, on who yeah who instigates it yeah yeah exactly so i think that's the thing it's like oh they're both bad and i'm just kind of like i don't know if someone's beating my ass for years i'm gonna eventually hit them i don't know and well there's just been lots of stuff where they have said like
3: she did this and then like he pushed me to like strike him and they had a former therapist who said they were engaged in mutual abuse but as you mentioned millie this this case is about the op-ed it's about speech and so i mean obviously a very casual consumer might just be like okay this is a case of over whether whether he did it or not but no matter like you said this is complicated they both behave terribly they both brought out the worst in each other um and other people But we're talking about it today because Heard wrapped up her testimony earlier this week and her appearance, her appearances, as you mentioned, were met with ridicule and mockery online. No matter how you view this, this was a crazy and upsetting response to see. Witnesses called on Depp's behalf represented her as a drug addled, unhinged madwoman inflicting abuse and chaos on everyone around her. And a very eager section of the Internet has picked up that and parodied
4: for Johnny Depp's like legal team. Yeah, and like, fucking Lance Bass is lip syncing her Lance testimony. Bass is, what the? How
3: is this mainstream? Lance, Lance Bass
4: did a lip sync of her testimony on TikTok, and it's like, you know, I do think that this was an unbelievably toxic and volatile relationship. I agree with what Millie said, which is like, I think there's a difference between like striking someone as a result of being struck and just yeah. striking someone randomly. But at the end of the day this is still sad testimony. Even if you don't think, even if you side with Johnny Depp, they clearly had a really volatile, toxic relationship. These are two people that were really hurting and hurting each other. And like to just lip sync a woman's testimony about domestic violence on TikTok for likes is so, um, it's just been really weird to see how many like content creators have been like, okay, I'm gonna, we've decided this testimony is a joke. That was actually the gist of SNL's opening. Their cold open last week was about how the trial's funny and how it's a joke and everyone's watching it for fun and whatever. And <sighs> I do think I participated in that at the beginning, but then and like I'll admit to that, you know, he said she pooped in his bed. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> he said she pooped in his bed. Like that stuff's crazy. But the way that things have shifted since Heard has taken the stand and like just the viciousness of like just picking apart every single thing this woman says. That makeup brand being like, actually, we didn't release this palette until now. I'm like, that's not even that's not a gotcha thing to me to to get the palette wrong that you were talking about. That's not even the point. That it's actually making. all like rape culture stuff. Like, oh, yeah, but I wasn't yeah. at the bar that time. And
3: then to see collectively, like you said, like. Regardless, yeah, it's
1: really. I can't believe that Lance Bat, you can do that without being canceled. Well, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like, conspiracies that she was snorting coke on the stand. Yes, she's she obviously blew her blowing nose, her nose. Uh, a certain way. Um, Duolingo commenting. Like, did you see that? Duolingo no. TikTok commented. Like, and then the, 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 the social media manager had to, like, come out and apologize and no. all this stuff. And, like, just, you know, I was just Why thinking, Why is it right? the cool thing to do to mock well, Amber Heard? Well, I was just thinking that probably the last like probably high profile case that I'm thinking of was Kyle Rittenhouse and how he was crying on the stand. And like some people made me or whatever, like whatever, but nobody was making like lip sync videos of his testimony when he fucking killed two people. Like people were not, were not doing that. And this girl's talking about getting assaulted, getting beat and people are just like, it's just so gross. And somebody said this on Twitter and I agree, now there's only three NSYNC members I can trust. <laughs> and because Justin Timberlake, we already know about him. Exactly. JC chaze don't let me down. Yeah. Joey Fatone, if Please. you voted we for Trump, you. don't say shit. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you <laughs> might have because you're Italian, you live in New Jersey. But just be quiet.
4: Keep it to yourself. <laughs> just have been in my big fat Greek wedding and keep it to yourself. And we'll, we can still like Joey Fatone. That's all you need to do.
2: A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
3: I, I wonder at the beginning if maybe people thought these, that it was like subversive to mock and memeify her, because if if you're watching and you think that she's, Clearly lying in a way that is detrimental to real survivors I wondered if maybe that was motivating the memeing, but it's it doesn't appear to be I it just people think this is like a joke and like you said whether what she's saying is Truth like people are, are lip-syncing her as if what she's saying is completely beyond the scope of what people do to each other Which it's not <laughs> like it's not really that crazy And I mean, in a few articles I've read, survivors have said that it's not that they believe one side over the other. It's that they're appalled and terrified by how gleefully large parts of the Internet, including people with power, people who are adored, are mocking someone who says she's been a victim. It's extremely triggering and re-traumatizing to those survivors. And separately from that, experts worry that this very public defamation lawsuit, is potentially providing a blueprint for perpetrators who want to continue terrorizing victims and maybe prevent them from leaving. Usually, as we've sort of alluded to, saying you're a survivor of, of domestic violence qualifies as protected speech. And that's why this outcome probably won't go in his favor. And Depp is a specific concern for kind of like advocates on this, is that Depp is justifying the defamation lawsuit by, it's a very vague line, but he's claiming that the single sentence in the op-ed can clearly refer to a time exactly two years prior when she had filed for a protective order. So the concern is that what what will what does this signal to a survivor who maybe? Shares their story in speeches and public settings and nonprofits. And what does that say to her prior abuser who feels like they're suffering consequences of what they did? And they see how positively people react to like men and, you know,
1: potentially in a similar circumstance.
4: Because you played a pirate that we like. right? Yeah, like
1: oh, you were in Durango. He's almost fucking, 60 years old. Yeah, He's you're not- in fucking Durango and you played a chocolate. No, and no <laughs> kids in fucking the Philippines are going to harass anybody who says anything bad about your ex-wife. It, they wouldn't be
3: okay if people were doing it for Harry Styles, but I would get it a little more. You know, like um, what the fuck?
1: Sure. But I, I guess for me, it's also it's like not as people the, the thing about it is there's no such thing as a perfect victim, you right. know? And like, that's what we're, they're doing it. Everyone's scrutinizing all this shit, even though it is proven that he did abuse her. So it's like, like, um, she's bruised and like half the pictures that exist of her
3: and they both have been injured and like maimed by each other.
4: Yeah. I mean, yes, there are also clips of her admitting in a shitty way to having you know struck him or whatever there's that really famous clip of her being like you should admit it johnny that whatever that's not a great clip again she's not a perfect victim there's a lot of stuff with the op-ed and the aclu and how it was like paid for and released and money she was supposed to give them all that stuff isn't it's not again she's not a perfect victim in this case but there is a I think that people, a lot of times with the believe women thing, they get, they take it so literally that they're like, oh, so you think we should believe everything women say? And it's like, no, what we're saying is to take them seriously, to give, give what a woman who's crying on the stand saying, give her at least the grace to take that seriously and not just watch like a hawk every single move that she makes and then say she's doing cocaine on the stand or like... Any clip of her where she smiles for a second at someone who's talking to her. They're like, see, she forgot that she was supposed to be sad. And now you can see her remembering to be sad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, have a camera on you Mm -hmm. for eight hours Mm -hmm. in a setting Mm -hmm. and see if every single move that you make is considered 100% exact. Like if you don't smile once at someone who says something to you or... Like, that your facial expressions don't change in a natural way. And it's also, to me, interesting that none of that stuff is being done to Johnny Depp. Like, if this was just kind of like a circus trial where everybody was making fun of everyone, that would still be bad. But it's this very weird thing where, like, he is being held up as if he's an angel People tweeting like, I want Johnny Depp to look Amber Heard in the face and say, this was the day you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. And then I want him to run out of the court. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, both of these people. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, he has obviously behaved very badly as well. He obviously there was I had to relook this up because I knew we were talking about this today. But there was a Rolling Stone article. In 2018, which is before it, Amber Heard, that they had already broken up. Like, I don't know the exact timeline of everything, but it was before the big mess of all of this and all the lawsuits and all the allegations and whatnot. And it was this profile of him. Where he's a complete asshole the entire time. He talks about how he has to have all of his lines fed to him in an earpiece because acting is actually about your eyes, and he wants to focus on his eyes. And then, so but it's crazy Amber Heard me, is why he's losing work. But Amber Heard is why he doesn't yeah, work exactly. anymore. Exactly. That's what.
1: Yeah, we got to talk about that because
4: he also like he shows the guy who wrote who's writing the article. He's like showing him. He's like. John Rickles is the best comedian because he could say whatever. And then he shows him a really, really racist stand-up oh, fit from the Dean Martin show. Ugh. Like, and then he's like, see, this is great. Like he comes off in the article, which is way standing? before all of this crap as someone who's a monster and uh, like, not someone that you want to work with. He's talking about squandering all his money and how he doesn't show up to set and how the hours he keeps are from between two and 5 AM. Like this isn't, I don't buy that he wasn't getting hired because of this sentence in Amber Heard's op-ed. He had had and a reputation for being volatile and weird and crazy and hard to work with on set, predating exactly. this shit that Amber Heard said. And he is weird. He is a crazy, weird guy. And so for him to not get any memes and her to get all the memes, that makes no sense to me. Um, and, you know, Hollywood
1: loves abusers. Bill Murray's beat the shit out of his wife and she sued him in 2007 and we don't ever hear wow. about it. And that motherfucker has done tons of movies. Hollywood does. I Sean didn't even Penn, know that. Look it up. Yeah. Sean yeah. Penn beat the shit out of Madonna with a baseball bat. Hello. You think that Hollywood's going to care? These people don't care. So it's just like. We just hate women that much. It's really we just rough. Hate and it's just, it's actually beautiful. Like I said, how Men of all races, all religions, all sexual orientations, Lance Bass, can come together on how much we hate women. And for that, you know, we got to be grateful that we can unite. Never fails. Never fails. Never Uh,
3: fails. And one thing, I mean, I think this, none of this should, you know, nobody should be prevented from like pursuing justice based on how it might have impact on other people as I said that I thought yeah maybe they should but like it is a fact that you know one activist told the 19th that a survivor she knows who has protective orders against her abuser and has filed charges is now being contacted by him saying you are the reason I've lost work and I can do this now you see what I can do to you because maybe she casually told her story once or she referred to it and and like I said I think that I think that Depp will lose, but I also that that scares me because imagine the memes when he when he loses,
1: what they're uh, gonna say the about Marilyn her. Marilyn Manson already filed something against Evan Rachel Wood, um, and she publicly actually said that he, she gave like oh yeah she was named him vague, yes. but Evan actually said he did all these terrible things, so that's gonna be another fucking circus. It's just like you know i think that the thing that makes me hopeful is that there's at least a faction of the internet that i belong to that i see for every like amber heard whatever there's people like what the fuck is your problem this is crazy looking into the facts and all that so i appreciate that that's just
3: so exhausting to have to do
1: but you know again like That's not the same thing that Lorena Bobbitt got or, you know, even Tanya Harding or anything like that. Like they Mm -hmm. don't they didn't get that same thing. So I'm hopeful for that. But it's, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homeshef.com/feverdream. That's homeshef.com/feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. homeshef.com/feverdream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. No more tension between craving meat, but not wanting to eat so much of it, or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com.
3: So to end today, we have a new segment-ish that we've been talking about for a while, Millie is always coming to us with incredible updates and discourses (laughs) from black Twitter. And we decided to concentrate them into into a segment to make sure we get to them. So we're starting today with Rico charges against Young Thug and others and (laughs) how they relate or don't relate to the massacre in Buffalo. I'm going to I'm going to start off with the details. And then you're going to do some analysis for us. How's that?
1: Okay. I, guys, I've been begging Amanda, begging to <laughs> For Millie's Black Twitter Corner. So <laughs> Millie's Black Twitter you, Corner. Don't to, make it sound like I have been suppressing no, your Black no, no, voice. No, I've been begging to talk about the, young, the Rico charges. That's true. That's but, true. This is the week.
3: <laughs> this is the week. They are right. it's all a big scheme. Exactly. There wasn't enough for support or suppress today. So we're doing Black <laughs> Twitter Corner which so will always planned. be a priority. So planned. Okay, so first, the massacre in Buffalo, of course, and multiple warning signs around the 18-year-old white shooter are begging the obvious question of why federal law enforcement is monitoring and pursuing RICO charges against rappers for song lyrics. So the shooter in Buffalo, as we mentioned a couple of times, had published a white supremacist screen online days before his attacks. He had had multiple previous interactions with law enforcement because people were worried about his potential for violence, yet he was able to purchase a gun and then kill 10 people. Young Thug is one of 28 people named in a 56. Am I? Why are you laughing? I just think it's. I
1: don't know. Continue. One of
3: 28 people named in a 56 count indictment, which includes violating Georgia's RICO Act and participating in criminal street gang activity, according to court documents. But my, tell me if this is wrong. The the primary source of evidence for this is song lyrics,
1: song lyrics, Instagram DMs, Instagram posts. Like yeah, yeah, they were DMs. monitoring. Yeah, they were heavily monitoring for eight years. Um, Not to say that they didn't do some of this stuff, but the level of scrutiny is just kind of like, that's the shocking thing, right? That they had the effort to look after these guys for eight years and the Buffalo Shooter's mom reported him to the FBI. This guy decapitated a cat, like crazy sick shit. And it was all Kiki and whatever um that makes me genuinely
3: quite scared like these are i don't have a lot of trust in our government but i did assume i thought the problem was that people weren't being flagged enough i i assumed that if people were being flagged that they could not get guns
1: no this is crazy because gun shows have different protocols too there's all these loopholes we have the ghost guns um it's crazy but he put his own guns, guns right this guy
3: yeah, he was 18. One of them, I think, was gifted from his dad, which I guess you can't really control that. But I mean, I thought perhaps the most apt part of this is that his perhaps most well-known like accolade is that he has a Grammy for co-writing Childish Gambino's song, This Is America.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indeed thug? it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's just, you know, I brought this up like the, the, those, the amount of charges. Rico was something that they created to like yes. end mafias. You know, it's like an anti-mafia thing. But um, I think it just speaks to the over police, over policing of black people and like criminal gang and street gang. And everyone likes to bring up gun violence in Chicago and all this shit. Like, but it's just vastly, vastly um, kind of contrasted with the a totally. big threat in our country, which is these young white men who are radicalized online and these online social media things do not take any responsibility. They don't monitor, they don't flag FBI doesn't take it seriously. So yeah, I feel like anti-abortion act like activists are terrorists and these young white men who get radicalized online are something that the FBI doesn't take seriously. And that was a conversation that was having that people are having on black Twitter that I was like, we got to have on the sub. Yeah. Do you think the DA like thought this was a good political move for her too, like in Atlanta? People, people go back and forth uh, like the, the nuance is really like. it's how right, You're not saying like, like, don't
3: like, don't prosecute these apparent potential crimes, but it's just like we have all of these young white men committing mass casualty events without this kind of intervention. And that's the issue.
4: Well, and it's also like, yeah, because the activity of like black people is criminalized so quickly and like, it's, you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff in place where you can uh, take a rapper to court for RICO violations, cause that exists. But right now to even, pursue domestic terrorism the house is trying to the house passed a bill to try to make this stuff able to be pursued in court this white supremacy related violence this domestic terrorism and the senate's probably not gonna <laughs> vote like let it pass so it's like i think when it comes to especially black people in groups they're it's, there are a million levers you can pull to get them in front of a court. Whereas yeah. when it's like a domestic white supremacist, it's like, ooh, actually, technically, he didn't really violate the rule because we don't even have the rule, and it's actually okay to do what he did because of ba ba ba. And it's mm-hmm. it's not even it's we have to change the definition of terrorism legally if we want to do the da, da da da. And like, <laughs> it's actually really really hard to prosecute on the level that we want. Whereas you know for. Mm-hmm. Young thug, if someone wants to prosecute him, it's like, oh, there are actually a million avenues available to you to do that.
1: Well, I'm just kind of like by this point, we've had so many mass shootings. We can create a profile. I'm sure. Again, when we when the sup is its own TV show and we have a research team, we could oh, we, we can, can create our
3: our our perfect John Dick.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because they all have similar online activity and you and similar. Can profiles we put it all across the city saying, "If you see this man, <laughs> if you see this man," but it's also like. They all go on four channel. I'm just like, how are you not fucking monitoring people who go if yes. click on this, subscribe to these five channels, put them on a watch list. And this is this what I'm saying. saying. Put them if on you a watch can, list. If you can go after these rappers
3: for their lyrics, tell me why you can't go after Trump for his tweets. Like, whose speech is
4: protected? Who gets also, to say whatever
3: they want for fun and for effect, I mean, and who doesn't?
4: I mean, ask one middle eastern guy yeah. if the u.s government is able to see what you're looking for online and yeah. can dig in and see like oh you went on this forum and you commented here and you retweeted blah 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 and now we're Carnage. at your front door yeah. like literally they actually are able to do this stuff and they do it all the time for other shit Ask george a bush eastern guy
1: <laughs> who wants to go on a fucking plane what they do yeah and like the the watch list check whatever so i'm like how are these fucking 18 year old kids who are on a chan subscribe to all this shit how are they not like "Eh, eh, eh, eh,"
4: when they're when they go by exactly an 18 year old middle eastern guy who's muslim practicing if he is subscribed to a bunch of youtube channels about Anti-America, whatever. He's on a list. There he's on no, a list. There he's is on no ISIS list.
1: content. They took down every all the ISIS content. <laughs> they, they,
4: they, they there's don't not even, have even a a ISIS. Content.
1: Yeah, there's not even ISIS content on these social media apps. So there is no way that they could even subscribe to that, you know. But if they did, oh, he's on a list. Absolutely. They're, yeah, they're at your door. Knock, they're knock. At your door. It's Something the feds.
3: Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just going to take until like of famous lawmakers, you know, kids, kids are, are, you know, caught in the fray of a racially motivated attack and a racist attack, I should say. We have time for one more conversation that's picking up some steam this week. And you were saying that there's some, some discourse this week around whether people should feel any sense of embarrassment or shame around using government assistance like food stamps, EBT, WIC. Is there a particular reason this is bubbled up? Is it with like the formula stuff?
1: this girl so like i think it's in conjunction with the formula stuff but this one girl on twitter shared an anecdote she had a friend who was, fell on hard times and she said hey i'll get you groceries and then when she went to go pay for the groceries with her food stamps card her friend's like what are you doing that's embarrassing stop and her friend was like you literally don't have grocery like, money yeah. like why are you and then it became this conversation mm-hmm. of like are you embarrassed to use your food stamps in public? And it's so funny because I have so a friend So to use them in, in public, not to use them, period. To use or them, both. period, okay. and in public. Because, yeah, like, I have a friend. My my friend is a white guy. He's a very funny comedian. He does shows, but he lost his job, fell on hard times, and now he's on food stamps. And he's like, I'm so embarrassed. And I'm like, don't be embarrassed about food stamps. What the, like, what the fuck? And then it was just funny that this came up. Mm. And now everyone is just talking about it. And it's the same thing with Wick, you know? Like... And it's this conversation that we have where, you know, it it's like if you're rich, you're good and you're hardworking. If you're poor or you fall on hard times, you're bad and lazy. And if you use government assistance, you're wrong. If you get tax cuts, that's great. Like, it's just like it's just a really interesting conversation that we've been having, too, that I just, you know, Mm -hmm. wanted to bring to SUP.
3: I feel like it also has to acknowledge that like it's rigged it's all a scam anyway like everybody's getting handouts like I was thinking like if I worked at Facebook I wouldn't be ashamed of taking the free snacks home because the CEOs are paying themselves plenty everybody else is rigging the system my little salad like it's if whatever is available to you, like it's actually not free.
4: We're all paying yeah, for it. Jeff Bezos should be ashamed. Exactly. For exactly. The end of us that he pays. Yes, yes. Like, I, we pay taxes so that if you fall on hard times, you can access government benefits. That's the fucking point. Yeah. We don't That's pay taxes. That's the point of the so relationship that, yeah. between government and people is that they. We pay them taxes and they do a variety of services for us which in this country we don't even really do that not as much as other countries i'll tell you not as much as other places so if you like it's also not even easy to access these benefits like it's not like you like you have to i've been on unemployment before you know it's actually a lot you have to check in a lot you have to fill out a lot of paperwork if you don't fill the paperwork out You're not going to get your money and it's going to be hell on earth trying to get them to figure out why. I mean, sometimes you won't get the money just because they made a mistake and it's hell on earth to try to get it from them. You can't even get them on the phone. So it's like this idea of like that it's all free money and it's like easy to access and that, you know, obviously there's like the well, the racist trope of the welfare queen. But the idea of that, that like someone could like be living large on the government's dime is like it's so false. And I feel like I've been seeing a lot of it in media narratives about pandemic aid right now. Like I've seen a lot of stories popping up. That's like this person got $37,000 in pandemic aid by accident. Or like this person gambled their pandemic aid. And it's like, okay, but what if we did a story about all the people who like, The aid didn't come that they actually deserved, or like it wasn't enough, or they actually just used it for the proper purpose. I imagine there's a lot more. Devin
1: Nunez got a million dollars in pandemic aid. So did Jerry. He's not ashamed. All these fucking people got Kanye West got a million dollars in pandemic aid. I don't want to fucking hear it. And it's that same thing of like, yeah, these moderate Democrats do these means testing aid for people that make it impossible to get and yeah it becomes your full-time job to be able to get unemployment or to be able to get wic or to be able to get anything and then then on top of that now you're using it in stores and then people want to make you feel bad like i don't know i'm Mm -hmm. just fucking use your shit we all pay so much money into taxes and you know, again, it's not even that Jeff Bezos doesn't pay taxes. It's that like every time an Amazon employee gets on food stamps, we're paying our t- we're paying double taxes, like the shit that he doesn't pay. And for the stuff that we do, like that takes away from the money that goes to roads or public transportation. when we have to subsidize these billionaires from paying their people correctly. Yeah.
3: Amen. Shame on if anyone should have shame. It is Jeff Bezos. But I do feel like people that like are like privileged and in positions as a power can do a better job communicating like that's like everything Elise said that this is actually how it's supposed to work. We all yeah. pay into this contract so that we can all live hopefully in the most humane way um, so that people don't you know, feel actually embarrassed when they are using those. That was our show for today. We'll be back next week. That was Black Twitter Corner. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamarez. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. Bye.